0: Hey guys, it's Kenzie, and welcome back to the Keep a Colorful podcast. I've become annoyingly in tune, or I guess not in tune, but aware of the fact that I am a lip smacker. Um, it's that thing. Like, I'm sorry if you guys cringe at that, because I do when I listen to these podcasts and have to edit them. But I've become so annoyingly aware of that fact. Actually, this kind of... Okay, so if you've ever seen How I Met Your Mother, it's a TV show. I'm not going to get too into it because, like, we really don't need to. But in that TV show, one of the characters talks about these moments that people have in a relationship specifically. But this kind of applies to all of life. There are these glass shattering or these glass breaking moments where it's like, it happens and then you can't unhear it or unsee it. And it's just like, it ruins the relationship. That's the whole storyline that the TV show takes. But this has become one of those things for me. Like, I genuinely cannot listen to myself talk without hearing. (sighs) It's bad. Anyways, beyond that, sorry, my phone is blowing up. Beyond the fact that I am a lip smacker, another thing I do a lot, which if you go back and rewatch literally any podcast I've ever done, you'll hear it. I say the word like a lot. (laughs) I say it so often. Another thing I am annoyingly aware of, how often I say the word like, it actually makes me angry and I cannot stop it. I don't know why I do it, but I simply cannot stop. So if you have any of those things about yourself that you want to share, go share with them with me on my Instagram because I want to know I'm not alone because I have such a strong hatred for both of those things, specifically the like one that's bothered me my whole life. But um, yeah, the other ones. Uh, I just did it again. Anyways, we're going to move on. So what is new in my life? First of all, happy 2022. Holy cow. It is a new year. New year, new me. Not actually, but still. Um, happy new year. I hope that this year brings you all of the love and health and happiness you're looking for. However... With New Year, I just lip smacked again, with New Year's comes resolutions, which is the topic of today's podcast. We will dive more into that in a second, but I want to recap a few other things that have happened that I haven't really touched on. i kind of been a little bit MIA, not fully, but kinda. I honestly have just had a lot going on, and this was not something that I had on the top of my priority list at the time which did make me sad because I love this podcast, but I had to put myself first, so I was working on it. However, New Year knew me, I'm back. (laughs) So that's pretty much my update. I had a really good Christmas. I spent time with my family and my friends and my boyfriend, we had a great time. New Year's was really good, but I am currently back in my flow. I'm back to my day-to-day living. I'm getting back to dance, getting back to school. And while I don't exactly love the idea that I'm getting back to school, it's officially my graduation year, which is so excited, which is so excited, which is so exciting. And I'm very excited for the things that are to come. So back to New Year's and all things 2022. Let's talk resolutions. (laughs) So... First, I want to kind of touch on the negative of resolutions before I get on to my resolutions and what I think about them in general. I just did it again. (laughs) Resolutions can be wonderful things. It's a time of year that kind of just, I don't even know how it became what it is now, but it kind of just one day turned into this Time of year where everyone starts fresh. And I guess it is just because it's a new year. It's literally a fresh start. We are starting a new year. So I guess that's kind of the reason why people come up with these resolutions. However, it is such a big time of year for that. You can even see this in like, I, so I'm in school to be a personal trainer right now. It's a, uh, uh what are they called? Like work study course. I don't freaking know what it's called, but basically I'm in normal school, like high school, but I also go to this vocational school where I learn about personal training. And at the end of it, I can take a test and become certified in my course right now, because it is the new year and just became the new year. We're learning about how right now gyms are at their highest capacity. They have the most amount of people signed up. They have the most amount of people in there. Gyms are packed. Machines are packed. Like it is just a big time of year for gyms. And we are looking into why that is. We are reading articles and doing research into why that is. And it's all because one of the largest resolutions of every new year is to lose weight, get fit, whatever it is, it all revolves around some sort of fitness. And what's the easiest way to get involved in fitness? Get a gym membership, show up at a gym, do something with a gym. So I'm seeing all these things of how. Gyms are packed right now, and all of these people have these new resolutions, and January's an awful year for gym rats because all of their machines are being taken by newbies, and, like, all the stuff, we're reading all of these articles. And it really got me thinking about how, like, sometimes resolutions and the whole idea of, like, having this set list of things that you have to get done can be so toxic. It can be such a toxic environment to put yourself in in the beginning of a fresh start. Like I just said, this is supposed to be a fresh start. It's a new year. You can reinvent yourself. But when you're putting all of these expectations that It's not even things that you want to get done. A lot of us, when we come up with these resolutions, they're very concrete, set in stone things that we hope to achieve by the end of the year. And if you think about it, if you don't achieve it, if you seriously stop and think about the resolutions you've had in the past, and if they didn't come true, usually we end up crapping on ourselves for it. Usually it's not a good thing. It's not like, oh, better luck next year. It's a, wow, I didn't lose... 48,000 pounds so now I'm pissed at myself. Or, wow, I didn't get that job I wanted. I suck. Like, it's usually not a healthy experience because we just take that negative and we make ourselves feel awful about it because we already started the year with this set list of things that sometimes are really unachievable it is so much easier to fall into these negative mindsets and these negative habits. And I I preach this and I preach it and I preach it, but it is so true. It is so much easier to be like, oh, well, I didn't achieve what I wanted to achieve in the one year I gave myself to achieve things that sometimes it takes people their entire lifetime to get or to master or to do. You're like, oh, well, screw it. I'm going to give up now. And that is the largest downfall of this time of year and these resolutions is that we put such a high expectation on ourselves. I want to lose weight. I want to be happy. Like that's what I've seen a lot. I want to be happy. What does that even mean? What does it even mean to just be like, I want to be happy. I'm going to give myself a year to be happy. And if I don't, then what? If you don't find the pure and utter satisfaction in life that you're looking for in one year, then what? Like it's, It's not that you shouldn't be setting these resolutions for yourself. I want you to be happy. I want you to find all the happiness in the world, but it doesn't come like that. It doesn't just come in a silver envelope one day, or silver, who the frick says silver envelope? It doesn't just come on a gold platter one day, like, oh, here's the happiness you're looking for. It takes time. It's constant work that you're going to be doing your entire life. It's not just a year. You just have to understand that it doesn't all come that fast. And to have that mindset of, okay, so it's New Year's, so I'm going to make all these resolutions, and then they're going to happen, it just is so unrealistic. And I'm not saying that everybody has that mindset. I'm not saying that everybody who makes a resolution just assumes it's going to happen. But that's kind of like the notion that people get. It's like, oh, you make a resolution, you maybe work on it a little bit, and by next year, like, you will be the person of your dreams. But yet, every year rolls around, and we find more things to pick apart. And we hate ourselves for not doing things, so then we pick ourselves apart more, and we pick ourselves apart more until there's literally nothing left. And that is just toxic. There's really no other word for it other than toxic. That all being said, I do think that resolutions can have their positives, just like all things in life. There are negatives and positives to it. I myself have a set of resolutions that I gave myself this year and you're probably like, Kenzie, that makes you a hypocrite after you just talked about how it's so toxic that people have resolutions and blah, blah, blah. I get it. But it's about how you take those resolutions. It's about how you take it inside of you, how you choose to implement those resolutions into your life, whether you choose to get down on yourself if you're not exactly hitting all of your goals or whether or not you use it as a step as a progression into what you could become in the span of your life. It is not an end-all, be-all. It is not a list of things that you have to get done. Otherwise, well, screw it, you're an awful person. It's a stepping stone into who you could become if you keep working at it. It's not something that's necessarily going to get done by the end of the year. So that's why when I make resolutions, I tend to make my list a little broader than things like I want to the I don't, I can't think of a good example because I didn't make a list of things that were specific. However, my list tends to be broader things because I know that they're not exactly going to get achieved in one year. That all being said, I keep saying this because there are counters to everything I'm saying and this is the most hard part about having this podcast is everything I'm saying, there's exceptions. Everything I'm saying, there's exceptions. I tell you not to be specific, which by the way, not telling you to do or not do anything. It's your life. You do whatever it is you please. I'm just kind of giving, I'm really just giving my opinion. That's what this whole podcast is. That being said, there are exceptions to everything. For example, if your New Year's resolution was, I want to drink more water, you could start doing that literally tomorrow and have it done in a few months when you've made that something you actually implement into your daily life. That is something you could do in a pretty quick time span. When I say things like this, I mean monumental things things that are big, things that you can't just wake up tomorrow and decide to drink more water. You can't wake up tomorrow and just decide to be happy if your life's falling apart. I know this firsthand and I'm sure you've experienced it too. If I am going through so many things and the world is literally just pushing me down and I feel like I'm drowning under a wave, I'm not just going to wake up tomorrow with freaking flippers on my feet and be able to swim to the top. I have to work at it. I have to try for it. These are things that we cannot just necessarily get done in a year and while there are some exceptions it really is just such a toxic mindset to have that you can get things done at an accelerated speed just because on new year's eve you decided that was something you were gonna do so as previously mentioned i do in fact have six new year's resolutions of my own i uh wrote them down in my diary that my boyfriend got me for christmas well my new one okay wait hold up rewatch It's not a diary, okay? It's a journal. A diary makes it sound lame. It's not a diary, it's a journal. I've been trying to journal things. I like the results of how I feel after I do, so I'm trying it. My boyfriend did, in fact, get me this journal. It's really nice, and I've been trying. So it's not a diary. However, it is in my journal, which feels a little invasive to be reading to you guys and then post on the internet. However, here we are. So... I'm going to kind of read all of the topics and just the order I wrote them. There's really no specific order, just what came to my brain. And then I'll break them down a little bit as I go. But number one, focusing on living more in the moment. By that, I mean I have been extremely wrapped up in a lot of very unimportant things. For example, what sally sue is posting on her instagram and why i don't look like her or why i don't live her life and i guys i don't know sally sue i did i don't know why that's the first name that came to my head however here we are or what other people think of me and why i care what they think of me and those are just two of a million thoughts that i have swirling around in my head and i'm sure many of you have felt before so incredibly unimportant they are not at all important to serving me making me better making me who i want to be none of those things get me there and i think that if i focus more i've been going through these feelings a lot and i think especially since some of my house especially since i am a senior in high school i'm kind of having these like feelings of wow i wish i could go back and feel that one more time And I don't want to live my life regretting absolutely anything. I want to live every moment to the fullest. I want to say what I want to say and do what I want to do and live my life. And I think that if I keep focusing on these unimportant little things that in 10 years from now I'm not even going to remember, all I'm going to remember is that I didn't, is that I wish I would have experienced something more. I think that I will get more out of life if I tend to look at it through a different scope, if that makes any sense at all. So that's that's number one. Um, I'm gonna try it, we'll see what happens. Number two, be loudly and unapologetically myself. This kind of goes hand in hand with number one. So number one is very much stop thinking about what other people think of me, blah, blah, blah. Number two is be me. One of, two of the, those are technically two words, Two of the hardest words to understand, master, and practice. Which you think it'd be easy. Be yourself. You are you. It can't be that difficult. But anybody who knows what it's like to struggle with who they are, knowing who they are, showing who they are, anything in that realm knows just how difficult it can be. So number two on my list, be loudly and unapologetically myself. Number three, write everything. Um so I did tell you guys I did get a journal um for Christmas and I'm I'm currently journaling. It's something that I've fallen in love with, but my whole life I've loved writing. Anybody who knows me firsthand knows that I would love to give a good speech at my brother's graduation. I gave one when my two of my close friends graduated and left my studio, my dance studio. I gave them a goodbye speech. I love a good speech. I also like to write poems. And if you are close to me in real life, I will send you a very long birthday message. I love to write. I always have stories, poems. I don't know. I used to write songs when I was a kid. I have always loved to write. And I think that I find my much of my outlet through life is through writing. I do have other outlets as well, like dance. But one thing that I am able to see the world and kind of translate it in my own brain is through my writing, and I wanted to start doing more of that. So write everything can be is very broad. What is everything? But I just want to start implementing that more in my life. There's a very loud car outside. Number four, romanticize my life. We see this on TikTok and Instagram. It's become a very popular term, romanticize, romanticize your life, romanticize everything. But seriously, it can be very beneficial. And by romanticize, I don't mean, I don't mean post my life all over like it's some highlight reel and pretend that bad days don't happen. I don't mean that kind of romanticize. I obviously am going to have bad days and I'm going to feel them and I'm probably going to talk about them on the podcast. But I need to start romanticizing the mundane tasks for example doing the laundry I hate doing the laundry doing the dishes think it's the most disgusting thing on the planet but if I start finding joy in the mundane or maybe not so exciting things in life I think I'll find that life feels a little better bit lighter and a little bit more fun to live because then I will be excited for the days where I just get to sit at home and not just the days where I'm on big vacations and I'm doing all of these fun things when I'm having those just regular days I'll still be able to find joy so that is my number four number five on the list do little things that make me happy this is something that somebody keeps walking in on my house (laughs) This is something that I am a big believer in, is that life is full of little moments. Life is made up of little moments. It's not always about the biggest, grandest gesture. And I find that focusing on the little things that makes, that make me happy, the little things that I find joy in, like writing, I'm able to get a grander, more wide, more diverse definition of the word happiness so do little things that make me happy whatever those are it's going to change throughout my entire life finding little pockets of joy can end up making something big and my last and probably hardest uh resolution for 2022 and the rest of my life is forget perfection two words that are extremely extremely difficult for me and i thought about not even writing it because i preach this to you guys so hard you cannot be perfect perfect is unrealistic and honestly not possible but that is probably my biggest flaw in life is i No matter how much I tell people, it's unrealistic, it can't happen, perfection doesn't exist. I strive for this unrealistic, unhealthy idea of perfection. And it affects every aspect of my life. And I can make a whole podcast about how every day it destroys me. And how there are so many things in my life that have gotten ruined by this idea of perfection. And this idea that I need to reach this unrealistic and not even like it doesn't even exist i'm trying to reach this thing that doesn't even exist so number six on my list the final resolution i have created for 2022 and that i will continue to strive towards for the rest of my life is to forget perfection because it doesn't exist and i'm going to keep telling myself that until one day i believe so Those are my resolutions, and I am not reading them so that way you guys will have the same resolutions as me. I just wanted to give you a little insight into, I talked about why I don't like resolutions, but I kind of wanted to also tell you why I do and why I do them and how I do them to make sure that I'm keeping my mental health very, very positive, or at least trying to. So that's all I've got for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to the first episode of season two. I cannot believe it took me this long to say it. We are officially in season two. I've decided to do my seasons of the podcast with the years, so I'm not putting a specific number on it. However many I get done that year is how many I get done. So welcome to season two of Keep It Colorful. I love you guys so, so, so much. We're going to end the episode with a high-low because although it is a new year and new year, new me... I'm still going to be keeping the high-low trend going. So my low for today was that it was my second day back at school and I wanted to go home the entire time I was there because I hate school. But however, even though I had to go to school today, my high for today is that I got to record a podcast, which is making me super happy. And what else is my high for today? Oh, I started reading a really good book, so I'm not going to tell you guys about it yet because I don't want to promote it if it's like a really bad book, but I like it so far, so maybe next podcast I'll tell you guys about it. So that's all I've got for you guys today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, your week, your month, your year, and I will see you guys somewhere else on the internet. Mwah!